Alcohol is the focus of another controversy. This one involves taxi drivers who pick up passengers at the airport in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Many of the drivers are Somalis. They're also Muslims. Some of the cabbies refuse to give rides to anybody who's carrying alcohol. They say it goes against their religious beliefs. Now airport officials have imposed a rule that could put some drivers out of business. From Minneapolis, Todd Melby has more in the story. It's a typical day at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. Business travelers are wheeling their luggage toward the taxicab stand. Taxi for you, sir? Yes. I can give that to you. You'll be in the blue sedan, lane number eight, please. Taxi for you, ma'am? Yes. Once passengers are assigned a vehicle, they're on their way. At least that's how it's supposed to work. In the past five years, though, 4,800 people were denied cabs because they were carrying alcohol, perhaps a case of wine from California, or liquor from a duty-free shop. That's according to the Metropolitan Airports Commission, or MAC. It also says that of the 900 cabbies working the airport, about 75% are from Somalia, and most of them are Muslims. While the Quran clearly prohibits Muslims from drinking, cabbie Muhammad Jama says other things involving alcohol are just as sinful. He who carries uh, alcohol, he who uh, drinks, and he who sells have the same sin. So if I carry alcohol, if I sell it, and if I drink it, it's the same crime. With airline passengers now stowing most liquids in check luggage, the number of people denied cabs at the airport has declined. But the airport's commission believes it's still happening too often. Beginning Friday, drivers who deny rides to passengers carrying alcohol will have their taxi permits suspended for 30 days. If it happens again, they'll lose their permits for two years. JAMA says lots of other drivers will carry passengers with alcohol, so it's not right to force him to do so. Mark doesn't care about our religion. There's no freedom of religion now because uh, this thing is prohibiting our religion. So our religion has to be respected. From our standpoint, it's not really about religion. It's about making sure that the customers are served and that they're safe. That's Airport Commission spokesman Patrick Hogan. The message of the taxi cab drivers is that that's our expectation of you. If you want to work here, you're going to have to serve people and make sure that, uh, that these people are safe and that they're well taken care of. Attorney Stephen Cooper is the former head of the Minnesota Department of Human Rights. Here's what he thinks of the new policy. I think the MAC is crazy. Federal law requires employers to reasonably accommodate the religious beliefs of workers. Cooper says if cabbies wanted to challenge the airport's commission in court, they'd have a strong case. If you honestly believe under your religion that it is an offense to God for you to participate in the distribution of alcohol by transporting it, if you also honestly believe it will put you in disfavor with the Lord at the point in time that you pass away and it will affect you in the afterlife, that is a very strong interest in not carrying alcohol. Back at the airport, Kabitae Silga, a Christian from Ethiopia, has a different view of the new rule. Do you think the airport is discriminated against Muslim drivers? No, no, they are not. We have to serve these people. And when we come to this country, we are not supposed to change the rule or laws of America. Another cabbie, Il Taib Osman, is a Muslim from Sudan. He says he doesn't have a problem transporting alcohol as long as he doesn't have to touch the bottle. Just put it in a trunk, okay? Uh, I don't need to touch it myself, you know? I, I don't need to touch it myself, but he, if he, can, he put it in a trunk, I don't mind because I'm taking him, you know. The range of opinions among African Muslims doesn't surprise University of Minnesota geography professor Abdi Samatar. 
when I was growing up in East Africa in a Muslim communities, I heard of alcohol, but I have never seen what it looks like until I came to the United States. Samatar says once he arrived, he had to grapple with the issue of how to interact with drinkers. He says it's a personal decision that each Muslim immigrant has to make. There is a lot of soul-searching going on here in the United States, not so much as drinking because that's forbidden completely, uh, but how you relate to people who do so. The Islamic Center of Minnesota points out that Islam can be practiced in a variety of ways. On its website, the organization notes that it's forbidden by the Prophet Muhammad to sell, carry, or profit from alcohol, but adds that in certain situations, the Quran allows Muslims to, quote, do things which are forbidden based on the doctrine of necessity. For The World, I'm Todd Melby in Minneapolis.